Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, sometimes I watch them too. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, we are sharing an episode of my brand new podcast appropriately titled, A Worthless Film Podcast. After watching Man of Steel and then realizing Superman and Lois was coming out so recently, the timing was pretty much perfect, so we are going over the pilot for CW's Superman and Lois. Just a warning, we are going into full and complete spoilers for the pilot of CW's Superman and Lois. Remember to go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics, and make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons, as well as leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And make sure to go do that also for a Worthless Film Podcast. Now, here is your episode on the pilot of Superman and Lois. Clark Kent and his wife, Lois Lane, struggled to balance their lives as reporters and parents to their two sons, Jonathan and Jordan Kent, the latter who was diagnosed with a social anxiety disorder, in Smallville while Clark also operates as the superhero Superman in Metropolis. After businessman Morgan Edge had bought the Daily Planet, the company had begun firing reporters, including Clark. Clark later finds out his adoptive mother, Martha, had died from a stroke. At her funeral, Clark reunites with high school friend, Lana Lang, who has married Smallville's fire chief, Kyle Cushing, and had raised two daughters, Sarah and Sophie. While exploring the farm's barn with Sarah, Jonathan and Jordan become buried under a pile of heavy pipes but are saved by Clark, secretly using his powers, leading his sons to believe their father is hiding something from them. They return to the barn with a crowbar and discover Clark's Kryptonian pod and confront their parents. Clark and Lois reveal to the boys the fact that Clark is Superman. Next day at the bank, Lana informs Clark and Lois of a reverse mortgage Martha had placed for the farm, which they either pay off or sell the property. Lois's father and U.S. Army General Sam Lane also informs Clark that someone is attempting to gain his attention by destroying nuclear power plants. Clark confronts the individual who takes their battle to space, where the individual stabs Clark with kryptonite and falls back to Earth. Meanwhile, Jordan attends a bonfire Sarah had invited him to prior where he kisses her, prompting her boyfriend to attack Jordan. Jonathan intervenes but is pinned down, prompting Jordan to save his brother using his abilities. Elsewhere, the individual returns to their headquarters where it is revealed to be Captain Luthor. Alrighty, and welcome back to episode two of a worthless film podcast, where the films We're are back. not worthless, just our opinions. Just How our opinions, and I, and I interrupted the intro two weeks in a row now. That's going to do it every week. We're still figuring each other out, so, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Jack, 
before you even get into anything else, how's your week? What have you been what have you been watching besides this glorious superhero content? Uh yeah, man, my week's been good. I just moved to oh, uh the wonderful Pasadena. Um and such been, a beautiful home. Yeah, it's amazing. It's lovely. Um, yeah, and then I've been oh my gosh, what have I been watching? Um, well, I haven't watched this yet, but Blade Runner 2049 just got put on HBO Max. I saw that. Yeah, and it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, you told Jack had told me that I don't need to watch the original. I can just watch the new one, and I think I'm gonna take a cue from him because I want to see that movie. You could just yeah, you can just get the first. One. I mean, the first one's great. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Not everybody loves it. It's not for everybody. Um, but it is. Yeah, I think like 2049 is easily one of the best action movies ever made. I would say. I think, like best sci-fi movies ever made. Oh, sci-fi for sure. Action yeah. movie. I'm like, wow, what a what a take, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, You're not the best, but like first. one of the best. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, what honestly, you, I I've been watching. I want to let you know, I've been freaking hyped on Game of Thrones. Oh, what season are you on? Now? I'm I am just about to, I'm just about to finish uh, season four. And for those who haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil it, but the most terrifying thing of all time that I've seen is the fight. Like I've seen the red wedding. I've seen, yeah. I saw the fight basically between, and I don't want to spoil who the winner is, but between Oberon, Mar- Oberon Martell and yep. the mountain. Yeah. That will let, I've like, Oh my gosh, that <laughs> one just ruined me for a while. How do you feel about them recasting the mountain in that show? Did they recast the mountain? Maybe cast him, yeah. They got this like they got that humongous person who's like one of the biggest people in the world. You know, I think that should really show how I feel about the recasts. I didn't even notice. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um Um, they re they recast another guy that wasn't very subtle though. And so Oh, are you thinking of Dario Naharis? Dario, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, but yeah, Yeah, no, so that's been taking on my life. He was originally Ajax in Deadpool. Oh, really? Francis, yeah. Yeah, the guy who plays Francis in Deadpool. What? Wait, wait. The old guy or the new guy? Uh, the guy, like the main villain in Deadpool. Like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah. The first cast. Oh, became the that first villain. guy. The first guy. Oh, yeah. Wow. We are. Yeah. Me and my coworkers were all joking that he was too Fabio. <laughs> he is pretty Fabio. Yeah. Like, he wasn't like suave enough to like it be believable that it's it, it's it'd be too funny for him to like be seen as like an actual love interest. That's that's like, fair. Yeah, too much Fabio energy. The second guy is also in uh, Honey Hill House. So, um, look at this. For you. This is not even the IMDb podcast. <laughs> this is just me. We're spouting off right now. <laughs> we're, just, we're just going off the cuff here. I only had this written down for no reason. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, I'm halfway through my notes already for the Superman and Lois. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a spoiler about what we're talking about today. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess. Let's get, get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Um, maybe before even that, how are we? Fe- how is your relationship with like the Arrowverse? Because I'm like, this show mm. participates in that. You and I have both yeah. talked about it off off recording, but like, yeah, what's your relationship been? Yeah, so I I was an early adopter, I think, of the Arrowverse. Same. Um, I got on. I got on just at the end of Arrow season one. Um, mm. you and, are very early. Yeah, yeah. I was like. I was very early um, because I just was, I was in high school and I was just like craving some superhero stuff. Like, um, like the dark Knight had recently come out and I was just like, I need more of this. Oh no, no, the dark Knight, uh, uh, the dark Knight rises had just recently come out. 
And I was just like, I need some more superhero stuff. And then they released Arrow, like the season one, that same year, I think, 2012. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, 2012. And so I was like, this is basically just more Batman. So I'm totally on board. That's exactly what they were going for, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's it's so obvious. Like, they're just trying to do the Dark Knight, but with bow and arrow. Um, but I loved it. And I was, like, super stoked about it. Because um, it was, like, at the time, like, all we really had was, in, as, in terms of live action, was the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and some Marvel movies. Um, so there wasn't, like, it wasn't as saturated as it is now. So seeing anything along the lines of that was, like, incredible for me. Um, yeah, so I've been in deep since I've watched Arrow, all of Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, even when I didn't want to. You still <laughs> watch that? No, 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 not anymore. I'm like, wow. Um, yeah. I watched Supergirl, just about all of it, except for the last season. Um, I watched the Black Lightning. I watched, which was good. Um, I watched, am I missing anything? There's so many, you know, yeah. we've, we've watched the pilot of <laughs> Superman yeah. and Lois. I watched uh, Constantine too. Oh and my that was, gosh, that's that not was even kind of not it, e- not at first, but eventually, yes. Well, technically, tech, if you're going super technical, it's all canon now. Yeah, it is. And like everything, yeah. like oh, have you seen the Valcom or Batman? Because that's canon, like kind of yeah. exists. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, so I think that yeah, honestly, with, with I, I'll piggyback on what you're saying. Uh, I came in at the very first episode, or what was saying? I came in probably the very last chunks of season two because i like had mm-hmm. caught i illegally streamed the first several seasons of arrow <laughs> and then uh tail end of season two of arrow which is right after barry allen had gotten introduced and then yeah. i just like loved the flash and so when the flash was going to come on i was like oh i absolutely need to watch that show and then you know yeah. everything from there i've at least seen the first season of every show okay um the first se- first two seasons of most but then like supergirl i fell off black lightning i fell off mm-hmm. um because God bless you, but like that is just so that's so many hours of TV in a week dedicated to one universe. Yeah, it's honestly like when you start, it's like if the, the how I feel about that show is like when you start a home improvement project and like things just like you're really excited about it at first or just any project yeah. and things continually start to fall apart and get worse and worse and harder over time. But you're like, oh, I'm in too deep. Yeah. I spent too much money on this to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just need to see this through and finish it to feel some kind of fulfillment or accomplishment. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's been like an uphill journey oftentimes watching these shows. Cause like they're fun, but they're like also like pretty dumb and pretty cheesy. Um, but there's like enough good stuff in them that I keep watching them. But there's a lot of stuff sometimes where I'm like, I feel like I'm wasting my life watching these shows. Yeah. It's like, honestly, I just think that that show, those shows and even some of the Netflix ones, I'm like, just cut down your, Cut, cut down your episode count we we really yeah like i think all of these shows would be tremendously better if they just had 13 episode seasons yeah but, but that's just me you know like, no yeah it's like i mean and even like you know aaron uh, arrow season eight kind of did that like their final season I'll, I'll, just let herself in. i'll just <laughs> say it on air that my dog just <laughs> just opened the door so i i didn't put up the barricade <laughs> and now it's up <laughs> my parents aren't quiet i gotta move out soon anyways um hey, your thing man um, love waffles on the podcast. Yeah, waffles the super dog. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're totally right. And quality over quantity in television, and mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, we are now here to talk about the cool part is the very first couple seasons though, because there's so much yeah. time and thought that has come into these series, and like, I'm 
I'm a season behind on Flash. Okay. Almost two seasons. But anyways. It's not really worth watching, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, yeah. I just love, I love the beginning. And then it's like, okay, where we're going to go from here. And then yeah. it just kind of, it gets rough. But like, it's still fun to like, that. no matter how we feel about the properties, it's always so much fun to see like our characters come to life in these ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like they, they're, their love and adoration towards like the comics, which is just mm-hmm. like, my favorite thing, you know, I we're getting that and super cool live action stuff is just neat. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like my advice to anybody who's like thinking about watching these shows or like can thinking about continuing to watch them. It's like, I think you could just watch the crossover events. Yeah. Because honestly, they're good. Like they're not bad at all. Oh, and they're I, amazing. But I feel like they put most of their creative and monetary energy into the crossovers from now. Like yeah. nowadays just because they get the most viewers. Um, So it's like, it's, I feel like every show I'm always just kind of watching just because I'm ready to watch the crossover. Yeah, and absolutely. Where I'm kind of like, I don't really care to watch this anymore or I'll yeah. kind of hop off. Because um, the crossovers are like really fun. Like they do like fun stuff that we'll probably never see in the movies. Like Crisis and like Christ in Heaven and Earth, like Elseworlds, like Christ on Earth X, like all this kind of stuff. Um, things I doubt we'll be seeing in a DC movie anytime soon. Like yeah. on that kind of like scale. Um or like trying to be that accurate kind of thing to it. Yeah. It's and I, a lot of fun. and the, I think that my major point with the whole universe and then we'll transition out or whatever, but like, yeah, there is no, M, like MCU is actually playing catch up to the DC, like CW Arrowverse mm-hmm. because they did multiverse already. They did time travel already. They've yeah. done crossovers already. Like mm-hmm. ev- they did all of it first. And I'm like, I can't, you know, you, you got to applaud them for doing it. Cause it's like, I, I have no idea where they can go next. Like they, after doing crisis on infinite earths, like they did, it's like that changed now. everything. And now yeah. it's like, now Marvel's like, Oh, like we have a multiverse too. And like, <laughs> obviously I think theirs is going to be way more like intentionally crafted. And like, they yeah. spent a lot of man hours and time. That's not to disregard it, but like, yeah. Hey, uh, was it credit where credit's due? They did mm-hmm. it first, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and like so, not bad. No, 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 absolutely. It's like, man, the internet was broken when Ezra Miller showed up on uh oh, I forgot about that. Flash. That's like yeah, there's crossover there. It's yeah. canon, you know. What I mean? It's all canon yeah. now. So and like um, seeing like Kevin Conroy like as a as a version of a live action Batman and like, oh yeah, all that just like so much stuff bringing it all there, like even bringing like obscure shows from like the early 2000s like the like the Birds of Prey show that was oh, yeah. on air for like a week or something like that. It was one season and I watched yeah. it. <laughs> oh my God. But like just having those things together, like it's, it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. For sure. Okay. So, and because of those events, we have Superman and Lois. So now mm-hmm. here we are with Superman <laughs> and Lois. Um, I guess my first question, we watched the pilot. It was good. Um, How did you like the opening sequence of, like Superman narrating his story. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's very par for the course for the CW show. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Every CW show does like the narrating montage of their backstory. Um, But this one, and I don't know if it's like the way they shot it, the lighting or like the, the obvious like budget increase. Um, It worked for me like so well. Yeah. Um, And like, and it felt you know, it's like we all know the Superman like tale and we know his origin story and all that stuff. So it's like, I'm glad they're just brushing by it pretty quick. Um, but also it's like, it felt 
it felt different from like a man of steel kind of origin and it, like it felt kind of unique to this world like absolutely I think, like the ship he arrived in all this like weird goo on it and, stuff. <laughs> and like throwing you know him like uh was it like throwing the football or something or throwing yeah yeah throwing something and like breaking the house or whatever like that oh then, like, he threw like a powers. like a plane or something yeah yeah like a toy oh, yeah, plane. yeah 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 right and discovering he has power them seeing his powers and like oh <laughs> like it was totally fun um and like the classic jonathan kent like heart attack scene um do you think Jonathan Kent should be alive or should, should he die? Did we talk about um, this on the last episode? We, <laughs> I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm fine with him dying. Um, I think with a Superman at this age, especially, um, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but I feel like this kind of moves on to the Martha Kent situation on the show too. Um, yeah. I think him not having that safety net or like that support system and kind of being you know, a middle-aged Superman, like trying to raise kids. Um, I think it makes it a lot more interesting because he's kind of having to figure out things on his own rather than yeah. going to his parents and having them, you know, solve his problems for him. Yeah. For my comic book podcast fans, I think that one of the most, or for the Cam Reads comics fans, um, this is, this series is without being so intentional, it is, it is drawing heavily from the Patrick Leeson, uh, Peter J. Tomasi Superman Rebirth run that is so 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 good. Uh, it's pretty much the, what, exactly what you're saying, except for they have one son. It's Jonathan. It's John mm-hmm. Kent, and yeah, he they're just raising him as they would have, and it, like they live in a small, they live in a, a farm town called Hamilton County, and they're mm-hmm. growing up the son, and it's just like the wholesome Americana Superman content that you, we didn't realize we needed, and now it's yeah. like to see him raising a family this way i really liked it yeah yeah it's great like i like it a lot um yeah i like the i like the like animated style suit like oh the, the max Fleischer suit like, it was yeah. so cool yeah and like the green car but like just like the comic book like it, that was fun like it's it's totally fun the things i noticed is that that opening sequence like the the cuts they were doing was the exact opening of all-star superman mm-hmm. and then when he says when he catches the kid's hat or whatever yeah. and like gives it back to him, he says, Oh, thanks. Nice costume. My mom made it for me. Yeah. That is ex- word for word from Superman for all seasons, which are just like several origin stories and perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so they were drawing on all the content. Dang. Which I loved. I was like, yeah. I was about it. Um, do you like his costume now in the new one? I do like the costume. Um, yeah, it feels, you know, it feels a little bit more like, uh not authentic but a little bit more like wholesome than henry cavill's suit i guess um, it's but less cinematic i feel less cinematic um and kind of more like a little goofy but like yeah. go- like superman goofy you know because he's a kind of a goofy character at times yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. he's got a little goofy energy um <laughs> big <laughs> less hardcore. <laughs> yeah but it feels less hardcore than that but it, i feel like it also kind of ball- borrows some of those better elements from like the man of steel suit and like you know, no underwear kind yeah. of belts instead. And like, it just looks like a variation of the man of steel suit without kind of being like a carbon copy. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm totally into it. Yeah. I like that. They leaned in. I like number one, that this Superman has multiple costumes because mm-hmm. to, to ha- make, to have a character change over time, it just makes sense. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Their look. And even like Batman has different costumes. Obviously Spider-Man has different costumes. Yeah. Um, I just, I, th- I think I like what you're saying. And even within the costume and the tone of the show itself was really kind of leaning towards like 
that Americana and like mm-hmm. it is goofy. It's like there's this I don't know what it is about the CW shows, but they also there's they don't take themselves so seriously. Yeah, they lean yeah. into the camp of what they're like portraying. And I think this show did that in like some of the really great ways that we we like about our CW shows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the kind of thing, it's the kind of the criticism I have with man of steel um, mm. and versus this show. And I can like, this can transition to, you know, kind of like thinking about the show itself as a comparison to man of steel. Cause yeah. naturally like the two it's most like, recent Superman properties and the most recent episode. Like yeah, we exactly. We are coming um, off the heels. I know. Yeah. I feel like man of steel runs the foul of being afraid to, you know, show something hopeful about Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of more Zack Snyder's kind of more focused on like, Oh, like Superman in the real world. like, you know, Superman, uh, but he's dealing with like national, like geopolitical issues and, and, like, and, and, and the vanity of Godhood, you know, yeah, especially- and like all these like high concept things. And it's yeah. like, um, and it's like, is there, do we need a Superman? All this stuff. That's like, rather than asking those kinds of questions, like the show is more so like, here is Superman and here is like, you know, like uh, an endearing yeah. portrayal of Superman. And endearing doesn't mean lame or no. uninteresting. It's like endearing is pushing into those hopeful kind of ideals and like, you know, deal, but also dealing with the realities of the world and choosing hmm. to put a hopeful spin on it. And I, yeah. you know, and it's not just like, it's not just Superman that does that kind of thing, but I feel like the tone of this show is trying much more to capture that kind of energy. Yeah, there's like, like a deal. I call it like the G Willikers energy of Superman, <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like he is just he comes in and he gives it just a very like earnest mm-hmm. farm boy kind of thing yeah. where it's like, you know, I don't really quite believe Henry Cavill Superman grew up on a farm like they gave no, us the setting, no way, but, yeah. you know, he wore the Kansas City T-shirt, but that's about <laughs> as much farm boy as i got from him yeah uh, he's full on metropolis which is yeah. fine like it's a yeah. different take but like yeah. this one you know there's ma and pa Kent, and there's just mm-hmm. like yeah i think you're right the endearingness surrounding him like so i guess because yeah. i'm like i don't know i think it's really important to say too i don't think either of these are wrong like i don't no, know if there's one not. better or worse take it's really a preference thing and i do think yeah. that both of them are true yeah, I feel like if we put Tyler Hecklin into the world of Man of Steel, it would feel so jarring to have oh, that yeah. Superman in that world. Like, oh my, going off of that Ben Affleck Batman, like, <laughs> oh, make no sense. He gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude. murdered day one. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hi, I'm super. Quit to my dagger. Like, I'm, my name's Cal. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, actually, now treading into the new territory, how did you feel about uh Martha Kent? Like, and like her death because that one was like, whoa, they went there, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we, I feel like it's, I'm glad, I feel okay, I'm glad the show did it. Um, I feel like I would rather have both parents alive or neither, huh? Um, okay, like, I feel like if you get to do the parents thing, like they're still alive, just have them both there and like have yeah. them deal with those kinds of things with them. Um, but I like the idea if that they're both kind of gone. And I was, I was kind of talking about this earlier with Jonathan Kent, but it's like, I like the idea of this is a middle-aged Superman and he's married and has teenage sons who are going through a lot of stuff. Like one is, you know, very popular and like 
killing it with the ladies and at school and the other has like mental health problems and yeah. is like very depressed and is like really going through it and he's also trying to be superman and do all these things and it's like he is having a lot of trouble balancing that and he's still trying to be very endearing and hopeful and you know be superman but it's like that's not really enough for his family for him to be just superman um and it would be really easy for him to you know if martha was alive and there in the show spoiler alert by the way martha yeah martha died. <laughs> yeah i'm oh, sorry i, I feel yeah. bad <laughs> no this is, this is a spoiler zone um but, spoilers hey, hey it's a pilot you're fine it's a pilot. yeah yeah exactly you're not missing much this it's like the first episode first three, <laughs> yeah first three minutes she's dead so <laughs> she's like <laughs> imagine how how long our martha kent would have lasted or this the cw martha kent would have lasted in this in the man of seal universe <laughs> she would have been torched by that flamethrower minutes into being held captive uh, she's yeah. like oh my gosh i'm sorry that's too yeah, funny this show is like hey my mom made this soup for me dead <laughs> So <laughs> never stood a chance. Yeah, she never stood a chance. That suit, she could have done a lot better with that suit, let me ask. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh <laughs> hey, um, the suit was too hot. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but him dealing with all these issues, it would be a lot, I'd feel a lot less worried for him if he had his mom to go back to, and you know, they had moved them all home to the farm and the kids live with their grandma and their grandma has all the answers kind of thing. And she has all the answers for Clark and can counsel him what to do. Um, I like it a lot more that she's not there and he doesn't have that support system. He's going to have to find a new way to figure out his problems. Yeah. And it creates more drama. Just yeah, like it does yeah. fundamentally. And like, I think you may, I, I, the point that I see you're making is also like, I, I think I kind of agree with it fundamentally, which is like to bring in superhero parents martha kent is not uh aunt may yeah yeah you know, they're totally like what they what they did with aunt may to kind of like as in the ultimate spider-man universe where it's kind of like more mm -hmm. modernized where she is a capable woman who's just like okay like you know peter needs that foundation yeah. i don't know if clark needs that foundation because he has yeah. lois and now he has these yeah. boys and so i think i think you're right and i i, I agree with what you're saying um I just think that was very well put. So I can't yeah. really tack on much to that. Uh, how how do you like the dichotomy between the two sons? Um, I think it's good. I okay. So this is a refresher. So before Christ on Infinite Earths, um, they lived on Earth thirty eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, that okay. makes sense because Superman was created in nineteen thirty eight. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, yeah right. they lived on Supergirl's Earth, Earth thirty eight, um, and also very quick note this feels like a completely different universe from the superman that we met on uh supergirl show yeah like Is it's it? still tyler hecklin it's still tyler hecklin on that show um he came in season two and he was great um but this feels after like crisis and everything this feels like a very different world and setup uh from the superman that we knew on that show or even that world of that show um and it could i mean that could not be the case like we could see more people come in and we could see even Supergirl cameo on the show. I, um, I'm, I'm thinking we will. I'm sure we will. But the world of this show and like the atmosphere of it feels very different from what we saw on Supergirl. Um, but um, what was I saying? Um, while you think about what you're saying. Oh, I, oh, I, I, got, I remember. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so 
yeah, so what we saw on Christ, before Christ and Infinite Earths are living on Earth 38, um, on Supergirl's Earth, and right before Crisis, Superman and Lois had just had a son, uh, Jonathan Kent, and then oh, yes. there's a baby, yeah. And then after Crisis, and everyone got got put on Earth Prime, which is one Earth, you know, yeah. and all that stuff, and Oliver Queen became the Spectre and rebooted the universe. Um, oh, they, I never even finished the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Really? <laughs> really. Yeah. And- Oliver, Oliver Queen turns into the Spectre. Well, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and they they he remakes the multiverse and then puts everybody on the same Earth, Earth Prime, rather than Earth One. Oh, wow. Um, and well, that's our turn- Earth, actually. Yeah, it's our Earth. Yeah. Um, Superman. Uh, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the sons went from the son went from a baby to sons who were teenagers. Um, so. So yeah, we they- we could also make the assumption that time went by too. Maybe maybe we won't have any cameos because time went by. Maybe, yeah. Um, but they definitely did change the son from one son to two sons. Um, yeah. I do remember that. Um, so but yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It's I mean, it's just adding that kind of drama. Um, I think they're there mainly for the drama. I'm like, that was the one thing. I I like the idea of him being a father, I like the idea of him having sons, but I'm like, did we have to go with teenagers? <laughs> I'm like yeah. just I've had a lot of because I also watched the first two seasons of Riverdale for the fans, and I'm just nice. kind of tired of teenage CW melodrama. Yeah, and like if we're I was going spoilers when Clark tells his kids that he's Superman because mm-hmm. he didn't do this for the first whatever 14 years of their lives. Yeah, they just have this yelling bout at him, and it's like you lied to me, blah blah blah, and I'm like, let's just calm down. You know, <laughs> like, it's not like, hey, dad, can you fly for me? Like, can I go flying? It's, yeah, you've never loved us and I, I needed a father. And it's like, yeah, man, let it be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kid like is a little brat, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, I think of it as more like it's Smallville, but Superman is Jonathan Kent now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that, that like kind of reversal to where, they're going to be going around doing adventures around their town with new budding powers. And they're going to be going to their dad for help. My hope is that they, them on the show becomes more about a relationship with Clark rather than, you know, melodrama between like girls and like relationships and stuff like that. That's my hope. I'm not super confident that's that's (laughs) what's going to happen, but I hope that they kind of tune the focus more on Clark having to deal with, his like responsibility to his kids and his sons who are developing these powers um, and mm. things may be going very wrong with that <laughs> yeah. rather than them, you know, kind of just making out with girls at parties. Yeah. And then like finding out those girls have boyfriends. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did like them when he blew up the fire though. Oh, that and, was like, sick. Started wigging out. Yeah. I'm like, I did like, you know, they kind of, they, 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 what's it? They fooled us. They bamboozled us into yeah. thinking the athletic son was going to be, or Jonathan's the athletic one. Yeah. The athletic son was going to be the one with powers and he, everything mm-hmm. comes naturally to him, but it's like, no Jordan, the wannabe social outcast, <laughs> like saved his brother and like has heat vision. It's like, Whoa, he's actually the one with powers. Yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. Oh, me too. I liked, I liked that. Uh, I just really, really, really hope they don't do some sort of arc, which I think they will, but some sort of arc where he Clark and 
Lois are worried that he's going to be a super villain. I'm like, could we just not even go down that path? Like, yeah, I think they're obviously doing like setting up something like that, like a Superboy Prime, possibly kind of, oh. especially having two Superboys potentially on the show. Like, you know, oh my gosh, is Jordan's name Jor El? I just thought, yeah, about that. Jor El, yeah, that is, I never even thought about that. <laughs> I learned that now with the audience, unless you guys already knew, you're probably smarter than me, anyways. <laughs> um, I knew. <laughs> Okay, I'm the best. Let's. How do you actually? You know what? I want to chime in before I ask my next question. Yeah. I want to mention the production of this show was so good. I know it's a pilot, it's, so yeah. they're like shelling out for the pilot, yeah. but it was so good. Like significantly a step above any other CW show that's ever been made. <laughs> I thought this one especially. Well, it's like they have the formula down, and like they uh-huh. also know what hits, and they really just yeah. like hit it with this show. I think they're shooting it differently too. Like it's like I don't know if it's the lighting or the cinematography or even like the extra budget for special effects, but like it looks so much better, especially compared to Supergirl. Oh yeah. Like I think oh. Supergirl looks like probably one of the wonkiest shows in the CW oh, really? verse. Just like the flying and like and it's a lot of it's a heavy it's an alien heavy show. Yeah. So like seeing all these like aliens and like CGI villains all the time, like pretty rough sometimes. Those are the first reveal of freaking like Martian Manhunter in in Supergirl was rough oh yeah. my gosh the roughest thing ever though one of my favorite villains of all time i'm sorry no knocks on supergirl love love <laughs> the perfect supergirl is most i love her supergirl yeah like i'm excited for the new girl they just got on i'm like really yeah. stoked uh but listen benoist is perfect the roughest cut on that entire thing cyborg superman mm. that was yeah like remember when the p- pics got leaked of gotham's uh bane it was that yeah. level cringe and i'd say yeah. even worse yeah yeah so it's sorry a, a character like that if you don't have the budget for it just please don't. just don't do it yeah like literally why'd you name martian manhunter hank henshaw like anyone else like john jones like that literally anyways yeah yeah it was a good they fooled us though it was pretty good they did fool us well we'll get we'll get general martian manhunter in the snyder cut pretty soon here so that's what i'm saying that's my biggest that's you've heard it here first that everyone's like oh who's it gonna be i'm like it's definitely gonna be martian manhunter oh yeah i feel like they've been pretty open about that oh i thought i was smart because there's a whole (laughs) twitter rampage that it was green lantern and i'm like no it's not gonna be green lantern i think well he did confirm him that he was that guy was martian manhunter and they showed the car he showed the concept art for it um i think maybe i don't know if we know for sure he's gonna be in the movie but like everybody kind of it's like i feel like it's a a badly kept secret that he's in the movie. <laughs> well, the worst, the, the way it was kind of spoiled for me was when DC released their variant covers for the Zack mm. Snyder Justice League. Yeah. Martian Manhunter was like standing next to the Snyder Justice League. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh, that's, I hope I don't spoil that for a lot of people, but I'm like, nah, that's fine. They're fine. I'm like, it, this movie's already kind of been spoiled. If but. they're listening to this and they care about that, they probably already knew. And if they listen to this, they don't care about that. Then they don't care. Then you know it's special treat, and maybe we're wrong. You know, we don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'll gladly I mean, be wrong. I, I would like to see some Green Lantern stuff too, but you know, oh, uh, well, there, there's there's an HBO Max show coming out, so that I know, cool. and probably we'll see uh, John Diggle. Oh, also, what happened at the end of Crisis is John yes. Diggle's in ring. That was one of the <laughs> best. Now, that was one of the best freaking moves in yeah. that. Yeah. in that series i was like because that was a fan theory and i don't usually give a lot of those fan theories like yeah like credit but when that one came around i was like actually yes well they've been teasing it for so long like, oh, really? like when uh when so in flash um 
the cro- the crossover previous to actually no, what's the what was Crisis on Infinite Earths? Um, we saw the 1999 Barry Allen come back. Oh yeah, yeah, and like the John Wesley Ship Barry Allen, mm-hmm. and he saw John Diggle, and he's like, John, like, where's your ring? And like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so it, they've been like they've been toying us along with that for a while now. And freaking, I he uh, Dave Ramsey, I think who no John Ramsey. I think it's David Ram- David Ramsey. Dave, I'm, Dave I Ramsey got, is like the like the like the old money guy. Yeah, I was like I, was like, I listen to Dave Ramsey, but like <laughs> David Ramsey, he I think was an exceptional actor. He's my favorite character on the Arrowverse shows for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's super solid. Um, but uh, yeah, go. Um, oh my gosh, we just went on a tangent. <laughs> um, I guess worth it. Yeah, it really was. I'm like, hey, you're getting more. This is a podcast, okay? What yeah. do you want from us? We're just, we're just podcasting. This is uh, podcast 101. The okay, so towards the end of the episode, what did you think about the Luthor reveal? Uh, I thought it was cool. It looks like the Halo Master Chief, um, kind of yeah, an I, odd costume. I, I'm ready. You know, I think it's gonna happen. Is he's gonna fight like Luthor? Uh-huh. The helmet's gonna get ripped off, and it's gonna look like the OG Superman, Batman, Luthor, like Robo mech costume. Yeah, I think he, yeah. Oh, yeah, like that. That's like a prototype, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he's going to upgrade that costume for sure. Um, My guess is that it's kind of more, well, because like we know what the Luthor on this earth looks like. It's, uh, yeah, it's John Cryer, right? Yeah, John Cry. Um, So uh, my guess is that it, because this guy's black. Um, Like, yeah. Yeah. Or he looks black. Um, like it's who, yeah. No, he so, was. I looked at the yeah. IMDb. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, So, my guess is that, and I I don't know anything if this is accurate or not, but my guess yeah. is that some kind of alternate universe Luthor, maybe like Alexander Luthor, uh-huh. um, and my like maybe he came from an Earth because like right before Crisis, you know, Captain like they called him Captain Luthor, like not Lex or anything like that, um, and he's like, but he knows who Superman is, and he's like very upset with him, and like knows his backstory and all the stuff. Like Crisis just happened. Maybe he came from an Earth where. There was an evil Superman, more like a Homelander type Superman. Yeah, who was like the villain of that Earth, like maybe like an Injustice type Earth. Oh wow! And, or yeah, like and, Earth Two for my fans. Yeah, and and he was like kind of more the hero there, and like fought against Superman, probably losingly, and ended up on this Earth post Crisis, and it was like Superman's here. Like this guy sucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna take him down. Um, I'm sure that you know that will create some conflict, but I don't I'm know. I'm yeah. down. You know, it's actually also really cool. I was listening to my favorite podcast. It's called Geek History Lesson. And they were talking about the Bronze Age Superman mm-hmm. and uh, Morgan Edge, who's like a super famous yeah. DC character. He buys the Daily Planet in like the Bronze Age. So yes. it, him do, him doing that in this show was a like callback to that, which I thought was mm. so I was like, wow, that's so cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm curious about what they're going to do with Morgan Edge. Um, I I want I you know what I thought would be really cool would be if Morgan Edge was responsible for all of it. Like it's they call him mm-hmm. Captain Luthor, but that's like a cop out, and it's all Morgan Edge. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's Morgan Edge, or maybe I, Luthor is Morgan. Just just like taking the name Morgan Edge, something like that. Or it's like, it, yeah, no, this is just me thinking about this on my drive here. I was like. <laughs> I was like, if I was writing Superman, then everything would be Morgan Edge. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure that's all connected in some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. we. We got whatever. How many episodes of this series? I I'm guessing like probably 22. The full run. That's my guess. Oh my I don't gosh. know. I wish it would be less, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, well, well, I think I'll, like like all the rest, I'll probably watch this one, and then, ooh, actually, the only one, the only one's first season I didn't watch, Star Girl. I oh, Star Girl. I watched half of the first season. Yeah, I did. I kind of I kind of hopped off because I got busy. It was yeah. good, man. Yeah, I watched the first. I watched the first half too. Like that's that's a fun show. Yeah, it it was. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm just like, they were trying to lean way hard into the Americana and I'm like, I'm a yes. big JSA guy. And then when mm-hmm. moderate spoilers, when they were trying to rebuild the JSA. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, where's like, where's Alan Scott? Where's like Dr. Midnight? Yeah. Where's all these, all my like actual peeps are where, where's Ted Grant Wildcat? And they were just like, no. And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I was having fun with her character. Like yeah. all the Stargirl stuff. I was really enjoying in the show. When they start, as I, I tried to hop out the same point. When they started like rebuilding the JSA with all new characters, I'm like, this isn't really what I came here for. Um, yeah. And it's like, I don't hate it. I wish they would show more of the JSA, like maybe in the past or flashbacks and kind of like connect those kind of stories to where we're still getting yeah. the old JSA and like dealing with the new stuff. And, and maybe they do that later in the season. But yeah, um, halfway through, I was like, I don't have the energy for this. I don't think. Yeah, it's but also for that show, you want to go to production really quick. Oh my gosh, for a different show entirely. Yeah. The the stripe suit looks amazing. Yes. That yes, was like a does. great looking suit. And I really did like Breck Bassinger, the yeah. main girl in it. She, I thought she was very she's so good. If you everyone should look into the context of like why that show was made. That is mm. Jeff Johns' like most personal property he's ever written. And it's mm. it's very special. So to see that like happen and come to fruition. Yeah, and it's a show that I thought so little of when I first saw it was announced and saw all like the like promo photos and stuff of that. I was like, this looks like garbage. Yeah. And it's like super solid. Yeah, like, it I wasn't bad. Probably, it's probably better than Supergirl. Yeah. And like, like Jack, like, well, for the fans too, like you and I probably aren't the target audience for that show. No, <laughs> no, we're not. And I was still able to really enjoy it too. Exactly. So like, oh, this is a, this is awesome. Also, everyone to watch titans that's just me if we're going dc universe exclusives <laughs> um uh, uh that's that's i don't know i'm titans jackson pretty big wet fart for me <laughs> jackson <laughs> brutal rating uh <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny um well okay so there we have it with our superman and lois reveal yeah. so you gonna keep uh, watching yeah oh if it's the fans one i think on whether it's worth this film podcast or Cameron reads comics, I'll probably do a season one review. Yeah. I'll watch the first season. And I'm like, let's why not, just why not put it on both. Oh baby. Like we do. Like we do. Exactly. Like we do. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was interesting, fun. I'm mm. going to watch it. So it, yeah. I love Superman. I just, I don't know what it is right now. I'm in this huge yeah. Superman kick, obviously with the last two weeks content, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah. And also all the other CW shows have been so like, have not been on the air because of COVID and they'll yeah. have to like stop filming. Um, And this one was able to film before like COVID stuff or like get, or like finish it during COVID stuff at least. Yeah. Um, Like the flash had to stop halfway, like almost like with like six episodes left last season and didn't get to finish their storyline. Oh, and really? It was pretty rough, yeah. I even, like, yeah. Yeah, they had to shut down. Like, they, they were doing, like, a Mirror Master plot, and they did not finish it, and they just, like, had a season finale. They're, like, they're and caught was, in the mirror, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, he's like, whoa. And, that, <laughs> and, like, the first bit of this season is finishing that story, and then they're doing the next villain. It, it was pretty rough, yeah. 
Um, alrighty. Well, I'm glad we know that. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm like, I the wish I could show much flash. I wish I love the flash, but I'm like, it's basically just Wally West now who is the yeah. best flash. Anyways, yeah. um, Jack, what would you rate this pilot out of 10? I would rate it a solid 7.7 7 out of 10. Oh, that's a good okay, one. I, maybe, maybe actually for a pilot a little bit, I'll do an eight out of 10 for a pilot because pilots are usually pretty crappy. Yeah. Pretty whatever. This was a solid pilot. It really was. I was like, yeah, it was the kind of Superman content that I do want to see. And yeah, uh, I like, I like the actors. I think the actors all yeah. did a really great job and it wasn't, it, there, there was some cheesy melodrama, but like, otherwise yeah. I'm like, it's at this point to be expected. Like, you know what yeah. you're walking into. And the other stuff, like the good stuff outweighed any of that kind of bad stuff for me, like easily. Yeah, absolutely. So Alrighty, well, thank you so much for being on. I wait, I give it a, a freaking eight, eight point five. I think I really like. Wow, it. yeah, it was good. Again, yeah, like I said, like I thought the good way way outweigh the bad stuff, and like it's a pilot. Yeah. Like the story was so compelling and dynamic, and like yeah, good. It was and Superman was flying around. That's freaking yeah. sick. And for me, who had no plans to watch it at all, yeah, it got me in, and I'm in. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's so us though. It's like yeah, yeah. like I and. The Flash pilot was so good, you're still watching it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. Well, thanks for thanks. Thanks for chatting with me, Jack. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Part gonna, two. We are. We're back. And then actually, we will be, be back sooner rather than later for mm. uh Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Do we have the energy to talk about that movie again? Probably not, but we're doing it anyways. We're going for it. All right. We're and going for it. The ultimate edition, also known as the only edition that matters in this canon. Also known as the only edition where you see Batman's butt cheeks. <laughs> oh my shower. Wow. I, I have not I'm halfway through in, and in I have four, not watched four K HDR UHD <laughs> resolution. In red. In red <laughs> camera freaking the Zack Snyder cut. That's why I, <laughs> I got an uncut version just to look at the butt scenes some more. Yeah. <laughs> I pause it there Uncut every time. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> All righty. Well, Jack, I will talk to you later. Hey, Thank yeah. you so much. We'll we'll see we'll be seeing you, buddy. Thank you so much. I'll see you very soon.